Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Might and Mercy. I'm your game master, Toby, and I'm joined today by the wonderful Feline. Hello, I'm Feline, and I play Sibley. Yehuda. Hi, I'm Yehuda, and I play Trouble, a tiefling knight. Chris. Hi, I'm Chris, and I play Tapuk. Matt. Hello, I am Matt, and I play Harold, the old farmer. For another exciting episode of Might and Mercy, we use the 13th Age system by Pelgrane Press. You'll be familiar with that system because you've been listening now for five episodes. But it is a system like D&D and Pathfinder or any other D20 system with some cool storytelling tools, which is what we like, and hopefully you too. We're also borrowing some sanity rules from Chaosium because they're just so good. And the setting of Might and Mercy is my own creation, homebrew, for you to explore and enjoy. Thanks for subscribing and listening. Uh, we love the fact that we're getting comments and likes here and on Reddit and on Spotify. And remember, if we reach 100 subs, we will do a PvP. Non-canonical, because player characters might die, but we are going to go head-to-head with the 13th Age system. I don't think we have any other announcements. So that means it's time for us to start this episode of... Might and Mercy. Where we last left off, you had discovered the diary of Builder Morris. Here are the final entries from that diary. Within the last year, we must dig deeper. There is a place, illegible says, a temple where we will not be disturbed. A forgotten holy place that can be turned against its makers. It is perfect. I will find it. I must find it. Then, on the next page, the ink is still wet on this entry. Their names, something illegible, has told me their names. The others will be pleased. They do not understand, but I, I do. Their sacrifice will be honored. I will make sure of that. I will make sure they are willing. Tonight, it all begins. Sibling, Trouble, Harold, and Tapuk, you stand in an ancient ruin, a place that has been buried in plain sight and almost forgotten, right beneath the town of Gold Meadows, where most people are going about their night as if nothing is afoot. Yet down here, cast in the light of a burnt-down candle, in what used to be someone's home, where wood and fabric have long since turned to dust, the four of you find yourself in the hidden stead of Builder Morris one of the leaders of Gold Meadows, between a desk, a bone grinder, dust of ground bones, and empty animal cages. As you leave through Morris's personal journal, you hear two things. The first is knocking underneath the floorboards. Tapuk quickly finds a hidden hatch, and upon opening it, he stares right into the large eyes of a gnomish man. One eye is black as if he's been beaten, a determined look on his wrinkled face that is smudged with grime and a cracked monocle on his left eye. 
He stares up at you and grins. Well, get me out of here or not? Uh, 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 who are you? And why are you in a hole? <laughs> well, get me out and I might tell you otherwise shut the hatch. As <laughs> tempted as I am to slam the hatch, <laughs> I will uh, reach in and fish him out. Oh, thank you terribly. And he kind of begins to dust himself off. And um, from under his, uh, he, he's wearing like a, a gilet or like something that, that seems to be fancy and dressed, but it is smudged and dirty and ripped in some places. Uh, a button seems to be slightly loosened. There's blood on the cuffs, but something bulgy is moving underneath it. Oh, hang on. Uh, one moment, please. And he begins to lift up his coat. Uh, <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You, you haven't even bought me dinner, sir. <laughs> I say, as I pull, pull one of my daggers from its sheath. <laughs> well, there's no need for that. Now, just calm down. Be, be quiet. Hang on a second. And he starts to reach underneath and produces, to your surprise, something round, furry, with huge floppy ears. And big eyes to book that are staring right up at you as if you are the most wonderful thing it oh has seen God. ever in its life. It's and then it kind of just nuzzles and snuggles up to him and he kind of holds it. But it's very strange because it's quite bulky and sizable mm. on his frame. And it didn't really seem like he had anything big underneath his coat before, which is weird. And he stands there, pets it. <laughs> Right, there were uh, two prisoners down there, not just one. Ah, who, who am I to thank for uh, setting... Oh, oh my. And he kind of, his eyes glance over first Harold, mm-hmm. then Tapuk. Uh, sorry, Trouble. Hi. And then Sibley. <gasps> oh dear. But, uh, you you are here to save me, right? Uh, save you? And who, who are you? Ah, glad you asked. Carl Munyon's the name, Esquire of the Dawn Court. Pleasure. This here is, well, I don't know. I haven't really given it a name. But it's cute, and it was hiding, I believe, under the floorboards mm. from whatever nasty business befell its companions. Oh, that looks a lot like a trailer. Trailer? Is you know your animals, Orkin, sir. Mm. Where do you hail from? The Midlands? Far forest? <laughs> uh, not too the far away. Lives. But oh. before we go off on a rambling diatribe about where we all come from, what are you doing underneath the floor? And um, do you know where the person who obviously locked you under the floor may well have gone? Right, well, since you know why I was underneath the floor, there's no point in me telling you about it, right? You figured it right out. Um, I don't know where they are, but I'm sure they'll be heading back. At this point, um, Harold, um, Mm -hmm. who's standing near the entrance of the building, um, the second thing that you hear is voices approaching in the distance. And as Um. far as you can tell, 
they seem to be slowly traveling in your direction, but you're all still inside of the stone. Uh, okay. But uh, who who do I have the pleasure with? Kralman and just keeps chatting to people. I'll step back into the uh, inside the thing and tell everyone. You're standing come. inside. Do you want to oh, step outside inside? to see what's happening, or do you? Uh, no, 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 but I can it. see outside. I can see the road coming, right? The road, right? No, you can hear. You're yeah. hearing. Okay, then I'll just tell everyone. Uh, lights down! Lights down! Someone's coming. Uh, people are coming. Positions. Oh. Take positions. Uh, I will. I will close the the trap door. Um, so that it's not obvious, and then just okay. make a make a uh, an easy save, six or higher, please, as you close the trap door. Uh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, nineteen. Sorry, you're rolling digitally. I am. I am rolling digitally. <laughs> Shame on. Shame on you, Crawlman says. Oh no! Oh no! Heathen. That was not too agreement. Uh, yeah, the the trap door closes, and you close it nice and quietly without a large slap or bang. Um, and it. Uh, put that rug back over it that was lying over it so nothing uh, no trace of you having passed here except for the gnomish figure yes. of Kral Munyan and the Shala standing there with you and, and if you could shh, 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 just for a second just come over here and shh. so I'll, I'll, just down here yeah Harold I'll, I'll wave to trouble to sort of take a position so that we're sort of like flanking the doors in the corners away from the door so if anyone comes through we have the choice to jump them for both sides and hopefully everyone else is getting undercover or out of sight somehow but all right so i look around the room it's from the outside looking in hiding behind the door on the sides of the door is possible the rest is rather small and cramped there's the desk there the animal cages there's the bone grinder and there's the hole that you just covered up again there is not a lot of space to hide in here and did you whisk out the candle yes or no oh yes Okay. So the candle went. So whatever light was spilling so out of this door, dark. now shh, yeah. it's gone. Sibley actually opens the trap door again and will sneak into the trap door <laughs> underneath. Okay. This is rather cramped. You could fit maybe one more gnomish figure and Shala in there. How about a cat? Lucky. <laughs> but, uh, that is about it. Ooh, well, she um, definitely understands the situation we're in. Am I still glowing? Yep. Oh, okay. Noticeably, oh, you we... get you get behind the door then. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. Door frame. There is no door in it. There's oh, there's no door. Open, okay. There's just an open frame. Yeah. Well, I figure once somebody comes in, they'll probably see us, but we'll want them to get in first. I think. So. Mm. Okay. The the voices. Uh, Tabuk, where are you standing? Uh, behind the the bone thing. <laughs> Something you can't down. stand behind it. So <laughs> oh, there's. No. To, be, to be fair, though, anyone who's not carrying a torch or anything or a lantern is going to have a pretty hard time seeing. Okay. Well, that I'll duck down and just kind of pull my hood around me to make it look like I'm part of the furniture until they have entered the room. Okay. Can you? Uh, so Sibley is hiding under the floor mm-hmm. with the. With the, the shutter shut, I will say that means that you are far away from whatever is going to be happening in the room. 
Oh, I can't listen so, in through the floorboards. No, you can, but it's just going to take you uh, some 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 action economy to to get from there back up into the room. Just hope no one's standing you're, on the door. You're you're <laughs> hiding somewhere, Harold. You're standing on the left or the right side of the door. As in, are you standing on the side of the door behind the door that is closer to where you came into this dark? Well, street, let's let's put tra- let's put Trabiel side. Let's put Trabiel behind the door, uh, so that since he's glowing, <laughs> so that I. Yeah. Hey, but just so you understand, there's a door frame and there's two sides to that. Yeah. Right. So you know where where is Harold standing? Oh, so on the inside of the building, right? Yeah, on the. If I'm facing that door, I want to stand on the uh, left side of that door, so my shield is is covering the whole wall, and my spear has unobstructed. Okay, trouble, trouble. You're on the right side of that door. Yeah. The voices begin to grow louder and louder, and there's this strange red glow even in the darkness. Oh, no. You can faintly, every five or six seconds. You can see some sort of faint outline of the book appear and of trouble appear and disappear. Um, as the uh, voices grow louder, you also see what seems to be an aura of maybe torchlight or lantern light uh, lead the way forward towards you. Trouble, Harold. I would need both of you to make a stealth check, please, to see how well you were hidden in this doorframe. I am considering. Yeah. Um, this is dexterity plus level against a twenty-five. Oh wow! <laughs> um, if this doesn't Fair. work well, <laughs> and it won't. Oh man! I got a total of twenty-two, um, and it hasn't. I'd, I'd consider now that we have more information about this cult, and me with my demonic appearance, maybe <clears throat> try to. Here as Do you have a demonic appearance? I, well, judging okay. by my yeah, father, you have a demonic appearance. Yeah, you have yeah. a demonic appearance. According to trouble, you have a demonic appearance. That's fine. I, I, I do. <laughs> um, I mean, being weird doesn't mean demonic. It just means weird. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, I don't know if I want to do this because every time I've tried to lie my way into something it it always backfired and this dear listeners is why it takes forever to get from the beginning of the story to the end of the story (laughs) yeah no i'm staying i'm staying where i am i'm staying where i am you sure yes i I fully expected that we're not going to stay hidden but i'm hoping that one of them one or two of them get through the door what Uh, did you roll uh i rolled a with my bonus uh, 18. As the, the they come closer, the voices grow louder. You hear a man speaking first. Poor Andros. His wife just had the babe. A woman speaks next. We'll get whoever did this. One falling might have been an accident, but four of them falling in such quick succession to their deaths? No, something's not right up there. Nork will probably know. Uh, just a reference question. Last time you left Nork tied up somewhere close to the entryway, he's still there. Is that correct? Yes. I believe yeah. so. Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Another man speaks. Best take up 
head up and take a look. Uh, won't know anything until we've seen it. You assess that you have still a little bit of time before they reach your position. Are they going from so they are the walking, way we came? Or are no, they coming they are from the other way? from the opposite direction, in the direction that you came back to the uh, roped staircase or passage yeah. that would lead up and out. Oh, so they're like walking out of the space. They are going to check on Nork, apparently. As far as you can tell from this conversation. So, uh, what do you want to do? They're not going to go in. In the meantime, Coral Munion is just standing there, kind of... You, 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 you see the faint outline in the dark. Um, yes, yes. Uh, a strange golden sheen to his clothing for some reason. Like, whatever uh, light is being emanated by, for example, Trouble. Uh, seems to glisten a little bit of the golden embroidery that is laced through all of his all of his clothing as he's just standing there, kind of taking in the scene, having stepped back slightly into a corner. He's under the floorboards, though, right? No, 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 no he, he didn't he go didn't. with you. Okay. Yep. Right. So, um, did you want him to go with you? Then he went with you. No, no, no. Um, no, I'm I, with the shower then. Starting <laughs> the shower. <laughs> Wait, so so, uh, under underneath the floorboard, Sibley, the, the Shala actually uh, snuggles up to you, and it is the warmest, most pleasant, most comfortable feeling that you've had in a long time. Can you please make a constitution save uh, against an 11, normal save? It's just so comfortable and pleasant. Um, with modifier level? Yep. That's a six. A six with modifier level. <laughs> The book you believe you hear the beginnings. She's not sleeping yet, but you believe you hear the beginnings of what sounds like familiar purring of your friend falling asleep. Cats. So cozy. Cats in enclosed places. I mean, I don't know. You hear you hear Coral kind of whisper to you, book. It has that effect on people. <laughs> Must yes. like her. Sibley mm. starts nuzzling up to the Shala and just closing her eyes. All right. Anything else that needs to be done? Harold, trouble. Sibley's um, falling asleep. So it doesn't sound like these guys are going to head into our room, right? They're going towards not North. Not necessarily, but you're not very well concealed. All right. Well, there's not really any other options for concealing, are there? Like, there's... Yeah. Nope. Let's at least drag Nork out of the... Uh, let's at least drag Nork out of the uh, the entryway so that they don't see him when they oh, go He's like uh, a good 20, maybe 30 meters back. Oh, yeah. like oh so they're going to find him as they walk... As they're gonna they will walk they right over, over him as the current situation. Like I said, there's, there, there are... Give me some options. What do you want to do? What, oh, what are you man. thinking? They're getting closer, uh, but they are not. If you were to peek out the door, you can see the torchlight coming in from yeah. the distance, but, but they're it, not there yet. It doesn't sound like they're in on any weird, on any weird, culty thing, though, right? They just seem to be wondering yeah. about their buddies who died and stuff down yeah. here. So, I, what, what I can do is I can make a. I can use a, a little bit of magic to make a sound further down the pathway so they walk past the the building. So, um, yeah, but, but they'll, they'll still find north. But uh... well, but at least we'll be behind them if we choose to come out and 
assist them. They're probably cultists. Yeah, maybe I can just go talk to them. Maybe I can talk to them before they reach Nork and just tell them about uh, the trouble up there. I don't know, Jesus. Should I? Should I? I could pretend pretend I'm a cultist. Do that. Yeah, say say that Morris sent us. At least I can. At least I can distract them. I glow so their eyes will be on me. And then you guys. What did we learn last time? Morris sent us, right? Right. Yeah. And I'll back so I'm currently sleeping underneath floorboards. <laughs> You're falling asleep. I would not be <laughs> that cruel as to let you fall asleep on one field save, but <laughs> add a second one to the list, and we'll get there for sure. Okay. okay. I think that's a good idea. We distract them. We we don't let them find Nork. We say, "Hey, uh, Nor- Morris asked us. Norris, Morris asked us. Sent us for help. Nork sent us. Nork sent us down to help." Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, we don't know that Sibylle is falling asleep, right? Nope. Tabrook has an inclination okay. at this point. Okay, uh, you know what? Okay, voices are growing louder, and now you hear footsteps. I'll come with you, because they'll know me from the town. All right. Count to three. Yeah. Okay. One. Go. Step out. But don't we need to count first? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go. Go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Book as you as you hear this exchange, <laughs> what do you think? go? Just fucking go. Right, Tobook says go, so we step out. Okay, I can follow Tobook's lead. I'm not going. I'm just saying you should go. They always disorganized. Yes. Fascinating. All right, so I guess Tobook uh, trouble. We step out, right? Uh, yeah, we yeah. step out, assuming Tobook is following us. Yeah. And I am not. <laughs> <laughs> you step out into this dark hallway uh, or passageway that is part walls, part jagged rocks and obelisks and uh, stalactites and stalagmites um, and fading blue moth- moss. The deeper you look down the uh, the alley or the passage, the, the less moss seems to progressively grow there in the darkness. But the torches are getting closer. and. As they come closer, you can now see one, two, three, four, five, six figures slowly making their way forward towards you. They stop at the sight of um, what is to be a tiefling, slightly glowing in uh, light armor um, with a bow in hand or on your back? On my back. On your back, yeah, and a, another person with a shield, with a shield, round shield, and a spear, standing there. Who has the echo? A person with a shield and spear standing there. It's the cave. I hear my echo as well. I think Sidney is not wearing headsets. Oh, is it me? Don't worry. Harold, trouble. What do you want to do? I I try to look as calm as I can, and I say, how do you do? Should I call them cultists? I will. (laughs) How do you do, fellow cultists? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, brilliant. Right. (laughs) At that, the 
you see two women, three men, uh, sorry, two women, four men, uh, moving slowly forward, abruptly stop. And they are all wearing these strange robes that you've seen earlier with the strange marble on them, uh, covering their feet, these wide, uh, puffy sleeves that seem to cover their, their hands. Two of them are where are carrying torches as they're moving forward and they're, they, they look out at you. I'm sorry, who are you? One of the men immediately says. Hmm. I am the brother of Esmodai. I've been sent here by Builder Morris. Hmm. Sorry, whose brother? Esmodai the Terrible. The one from the castle? Yeah, the one from the castle. How, come on, how, how many people with horns do you know? <laughs> Except for the innkeeper at that uh, at the inn. They seem to be slightly confused. Is there anything else you want to say to them at this uh, point? <laughs> I'll, uh, I can contribute that. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Sure. Nork said there was some trouble down here, so sent us down to check on what was happening. They had some trouble up at the top. And, oh, Nork sent yeah, you. Did there he? was some trouble up at the top. Uh, there was some trouble up at the top. Some people fell, and he sent us down to check on what was happening, make sure everything was okay down here. Okay, so I'm trying to imagine the situation. Four people were thrown down through yep. the sinkhole from upstairs fell. to down. Fell. 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 Right? fell. And fell. the guy upstairs sent the two of you downstairs. Yep. To investigate what's going on. That's just, the logic. Yeah, just to make sure everything, just to see say, if we could recover, see if they were still alive, uh, see if we could recover anything, make sure everything you guys had, make sure everything was okay down here. Okay. Just for the fun of it, let's make a mm. deception check. Um, I will say one of you can roll um, with advantage, um, but you would need to roll a 20. Uh, deception based on charisma? Yeah, but you would need to roll the 20. So whatever your 20 plus your charisma and level is, is the highest possible okay. DC. So you need to roll it. You have a 5% chance of... Trabial, is that new or not? It, or sounds, it sounds absolutely preposterous. I have a plus, I have a plus three, Trabial, I think. It doesn't make any sense. No, it I doesn't have, matter what your plus is. Oh, it whoever has to be a natural rolls, 20. It just needs to oh, be natural 20, 20, because otherwise you're not going natural to... Natural 20 with advantage. Yeah, the roll needs to be 20. Okay. The DC is 20 oh. plus whatever. So should we each roll and, okay. whoever, and maybe one of us gets are. a 20 then? Uh oh That's the advantage? Yeah, that sounds yeah. fair. Okay. That's fine. Eight. 16. Oh. Eight plus 16 is 24. That's not how advantage works. <clears throat> the moment Harold starts talking uh, trouble, you immediately notice that the, the two at the back um, begin to move further back as the two in the middle step out and they kind of start to form this semi kind of like circle around you. Um, and at this point, they are going to rush forward. I need you all to roll. Uh, I scream, daisies! <laughs> that was a waste of a natural 20. Uh, I'm assuming I don't roll top, initiative. Top of yes, you do. That 20. Oh, you I should have given us okay. that 20. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, no. If you had come out, then that. That would have just. I got 10. Out. 
Okay, uh, hang on, Harold, yeah. 15. The puck? 24. Of course. <laughs> Trouble? Uh, 14. Sibylle? 10. Bad rolling this game. Okay, so uh, the situation, uh, Tupuk, you are inside, right? It is going mm. to take you a move action to get outside. Um, and then the uh, enemies are still one move action away. You are what would be considered far away from whatever's happening out in the street. Um, but once you move outside, you are nearby. What do you want to do? So, um, the the gnome, I will just uh, crawl, 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 crawl. What was his name? Crawl Munnies? Coral. Coral Munion. Coral Munion. Uh, I'll just say to him, I hope you can fight and um, rush towards uh, the, the others outside. And as I go past the uh, trapdoor, I will bang on it very loudly with my <laughs> with my spear and say, wake up! <laughs> that will definitely jolt similarly awake. Yes. Um, so that's your action. That's my action, yes. And I will go and stand outside in some kind of defensive way if possible. You're going to stand outside in the doorway? Where, where are you positioning yourself? Um, just behind Harold and Trouble. I'm here to back okay. you up. <laughs> So Tupuk uh, makes a lot of noise on the inside to make matters worse or convince the people on the outside that things are not right and rushes out <laughs> to stand behind both Harold and Trouble. Uh, Tupuk, that's your turn. Harold, you're up. Um, everything's nearby except for the archers um, who are far away at the, the back. So that's two moves to get there. The four attackers, two with torches, are right in front of me. Okay. Um, I guess I'm just going to um, wade in and sweep my spear towards the legs of one to try to catch them off guard and see how that goes. Uh, the f one on the left. Okay, go ahead. Ooh, ni Roll 19 plus a few things. Against uh, AC? So I got a, yeah, against AC. So that's a 24. Yeah, that and on any natural odd roll, I also, with my maneuver, increase my crit range. But I assume that's for the next okay. one, because otherwise this would be a crit on this very first attack of the of the session. That's for the next one. That's All for right, the next one. so I'm going to do to this poor person. Oops. Oh, oh. The minimum possible damage, five damage. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's it for me. Very I nice. come in and just uh, make a quick leg sweep and uh, hook him behind the knee with a little blade. You you notice that they that they stumble okay. a little bit and, and look like they have suffered some sort of pain. Anything else you want to do? Uh, You're now engaged with this one warrior or cultist. I think I will just shout. Uh, yeah, I'll just shout surrender to try to get them to uh stop fighting like, <laughs> surrender you're up against nice. uh, yeah you're up against the knight uh a uh, knight of the realm as i point towards travel <laughs> surrender in the name of builder morris yeah. trouble okay i'm not engaged with any of them yet right 
Not yet. Okay. No, Harold is with one of them. Okay. He stepped forward. I would like to move back a bit and fire mm. my bow at one of the archers. Yeah, you move further back, but the range is not a problem. Go ahead and take a shot at one of the okay. archers. Oh, goodness gracious. I got a four, but let me see if I've got any sort of... Um, Okay, I do have the option, once for battles of reaction, I can try again. Uh, if I miss with my first attack, I can try again with a minus two penalty. So Perfect. I'm going to do a comeback strike and just try again. Like, ah, I was just getting warmed up. Oh, and that was a... Um, okay, 19 minus two, that's 17, but I have a plus seven, so 24. Hits. To hit. And because I have Deadeye Archer, this is something I hadn't written down in my character sheet until I started working on the thing, but I'm not going to bore you with details. I roll 2d10, not 1. I roll d d10 per level. Perfect. Yeah, because that's I'm everyone, that good. Yeah. But everyone rolls 2 damage die. Oh, level up. okay. That's damage awesome. die level up with your levels. So that's a total of 15 damage. Neat. Might or mercy? Wow. Might. Straight through the head. He's he a cultist. Drops. Sure. That's uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five. Very oh. dead. Straight through the eye. Dead eye shot. Uh, anything else you want to do? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Sibley, you have just been jolted awake by Tupuk banging with the butt of his spear mm. on the... Uh, the hatch uh, shouting oh. something at you. What do you want to do? Oh my gosh, what's that commotion? I'm Sibley suddenly wakes up. She's hugging the Shala, um, obviously from like a lovely dream that she's had with some nice trees and peace. And then she's just startled awake by this vessel. Um, she she lifts lifts the hatch. I'm assuming Tupac's not standing directly nope. on the hatch. Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, she lifts it up, um, sneaks a glance, can hear nobody's, the Nobody's left inside. You only see the faint gold glittering of coral munions somewhere in a corner. Okay, staring right at happening. you. Like, he's observing everything that's happening very close. <laughs> okay, so Sibley kind of like sneaks out of the, of the hatch um, and gestures to Coral um, to, to shush and be quiet. Um, he returns to... <laughs> she she appears around see all the commotion that's happening this you know unconscious guy on the floor it's one move to get out of the hole yeah okay it's a standard action right that's a move action so your move, okay. move so action. you still have your action and your quick action okay but they're still far away yeah so you, if you mm -hmm. want to get out of the building you need to move okay so at that point she closes her eyes and she um thinks about a bear oh no no oh no and she starts growing uh, glowing in iridescent purple sparks are coming from her fingers oh well pause and then she she starts growing her fur and going into this ravenous beast of a bear uh shape-shifting um, Nobody inside. around to see it except Coral Munion, who you notice as you're shifting a standing, you're going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Extremely excited, like a kid on Christmas. 
I haven't seen that in a long, long time. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Been in that wonderful. <laughs> All right. So there's now a bear standing inside of this. That's now a bear. Inside of the study. Very good. Exactly. Um, that's a quick action or an, or an action? That's a quick action. So um, I can... You can move. You can use your can action move. to move if you want. Can I feline grace as well? Is it too late? Uh, no, go ahead. Roll it. The escalation die is at one. Uh, sorry, zero. Oh, yeah. So you oh. can't. You can't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Can't do it anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so are you moving outside or are you staying inside? I'm moving outside and can I attack as well? Nope. Because okay. they are not nowhere near the the door, so you move basically into the into the doorway. You see Tapuk standing there. Trouble has moved back, and Harold is sweeping his spear onto the leg of I one of I guess I can't really sneak either. Uh, poor poor cultists. Um, you do hear three or four shocked what <laughs> from the people in in black robes over there. Um, at the back, you will notice as uh, one of the archers, seeing his friend taking an arrow straight through the eye at the back, drops his crossbow and just whoosh, starts tracking it into the darkness, not carrying a torch, anything, gone into darkness. Like, whoosh, away, moving as fast as they can. They are gone. Harold, the one that's engaged with you, um, is going to um, <clears throat> is going to immediately strike okay. back. That is going to be a twenty three. Oh, that's to a hit. hit, definitely. Okay, you take four points of damage, and uh, you take four points of damage, and um, immediately one of its friends pops right around next to you and strikes at you as well for a natural wow wow well, that's also it so it's going to be eight points eight points Oof. of damage for you the um the other two are going to rush up to Tupuk and dogpile oh. him first one's 24 Wait, to i hit. can intercept those oh, never mind you need to roll a save yeah. to uh, to pop free if you want uh yeah, and I can't pop free of two, I don't think. Nope. The other one will get yeah. No, I think I'm just going to let them go for Topuk. Topuk is a uh, is made for this. First one runs forward, <laughs> Topuk. Uh, 24 to hit. Four points uh, of damage. That hits, yes. Oh, wait, so Topuk, I saw um, I thought trouble. Uh, well, too late, too late, sorry. No, Topuk. And uh, because otherwise you would yeah. go. Um, and an 11 to hit, Topuk. Uh, 11 does not hit, no. 11 does not hit. Okay, so the second one rushes forward, so there's now two on you, um, but not, uh, but no damage from that one. They do shout at each other, so it's a, a man and a woman, a man and a woman. Um, they do shout at each other. Morris wants them alive. He has a purpose for them. Um, let's see, that brings us to the end of this initiative. The archers disappeared, and the escalation die goes to one to Puck. What do you do? So, um, I would like to lash out with my um, grandfather's spear. Mm -hmm. So, um, let me roll that. 
Oh, 16 plus 3 is oh, 4. It's 20 in total. Hits. And Which one? One of the two that's surrounding you? The, the, the first one who attacked me. Yeah. And is it multiple damage dice now, or is that only for certain classes? I don't know. What does your, what does my your class, class description say? My class doesn't say that. So um, it's 10 damage in total. Okay. Um, and as I rolled uh, a 16 plus, I can use one of my battle cries. So I will um, shout out to um, Harold, I guess, and just yeah. and just say, "Keep your shield up higher; it'll fend them off." And give you plus two armor class until the start of my next turn. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, um, helpful. I'll I'm telling the- telling the farmer how to protect yes, himself. Exactly. <laughs> I was hoping it'd actually be a battle cry, like he'd be like, oh. <laughs> "Oh no, I'm in a battle." That <laughs> was tempting. So, what does it do? Uh, a um, Harold gets uh, plus two armor class until the start of my next turn. Oh, very nice. Yes. Good for Harold. Is there any effect that ends that, or any? Uh, yes, my next turn. Your or next Harold turn. dying. Okay, Harold, your turn. Okay, I'm not planning on dying. Uh, instead, um, I'm going to then, uh, since I'm being flanked. So they would be in rage of your of your reach tactics, right? Or your reach ah, special. Uh, spear. You're all in the same area. Topuk would be in range of that. Yeah, actually, that's a good good idea. I'm going to try to get them off Topuk, so I'm going to be trying to... Um, I'm going to try to kind of... It's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Trouble. Moving on. Uh, because Harold's internet connection is not working. What uh, What do you do? Uh, how many archers are left? None. None. Oh, they, they were just... The archers all ran away. There were two archers, right? Yeah. Okay. So one's dead. The other one's run away. You can try and chase after it if you want into the darkness. Yeah, not in the dark. No, I don't know if it's really good or really bad that he ran off because he's either gonna like just slip and break his head or go warn the others that we're here. <laughs> so my reach tricks do allow me. Uh, hang on, we're we're doing trouble first, and then we'll. Oh, I thought you said Harold. Sorry, I misunderstood. Trouble. Um. All right. I'm. I'm gonna use my bow again towards one of these people. Yeah. Just Which one? Me. There's two targeting Harold and two targeting Tupuk. Ah. Uh, dilemmas. Harold. Sorry, Tupuk. Okay, go for it. The one that's already oh. that he already hit or the other one? That doesn't matter. I got a four. But um, yeah, I, it doesn't hit. Do I have any? No. And it doesn't give me anything. Oh. No, let me attack. No, I that's nothing. Nope. So you shoot, you miss? Yep. All right, Harold, Harold, what do you want to do? All right, let's see if I can get get my shield arm free for long enough for reach tricks to... um, I want to be able to attack one of the ones uh, who is engaged with Topuk to get them off Topuk. You want to attack one of the ones who's engaged? Yeah, in... actually, I'm. They're, they're two to one on me, so I think it's probably better. I need to take care of, put my own. Uh... Oh, but, Whatever yeah, you I'm want. Just, gonna, um, just tell me what your options are. I'm just going to start bashing away. 
uh, at the ones that are closest to me. So I get an 18 to hit against armor class. So I okay. am uh, swinging around with my shield and just uh, the same one that I got him on the leg. I used yep. the butt of my spear, wham, right on his, the side of his knee, 18 armor class to hit. And also yeah, hits. my roll damage. increasing crit roll. Roll damage. Let's see. Oh no. Really? Again, the minimum. Five total. Yeah. Five? Five? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well, he's taking uh, he's taking a good walloping. He's not uh, not too uh, too happy about it. I think that. I'm gonna use my quick action. Uh, I've got a skill to use yeah. a quick action to um, use a uh, recovery, and it's definitely time to do that. So. Okay, go for it. So you're using that uh, trouble we just did. Oh, Sibylle, you are in I, the doorway. I'm having a lot of... Okay, so Escalation die is at one. Yeah. Feline Grace. Uh, it's a no from me. Okay. <laughs> uh, with, okay, so with Bear Aspect, I get plus two attack and damage bonus. And then um, I also rolled, um, I get to roll recovery dice and add that to temporary hit points. Cool. So I got plus five. Very good. And uh, that's a quick action to activate, right? Uh, correct, yeah. yeah. Okay, very good. So your quick actions, that. Nice. How many um, hit points? So I'm at 36. Wow. Okay, good for you. And now? And now uh, Sibley's going to do bear form attack at the nearest... Um, enemy is that some one of the t topics? Either topics? the ones surrounding Harold or the ones surrounding Topuk. You okay, I'll go for one of Topuk's then. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> okay. It looks like he needs help. <laughs> oh, it's a decent roll for once. I got a, a twenty-three. Yeah, it hits. Excellent. So twenty-three odd hit. Plus, um, uh, five, five damage. Five. Okay. Very good. Uh, is yeah. that the one he'd already hit, or the other one? Oh, sorry. Wait. Five plus two damage from the bear aspect. So seven. So that's the one he's already hit. Okay. Very good. Very good. So Sibley, um, she, she, the purple aura intensifies, and she charges towards this, this, um, this enemy, and slaps him around the face with a massive giant bear paw. <laughs> Whack! <laughs> Take that! Neat. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Um, then it is those warriors' turn. So first, trouble uh, to book. They're going to uh, attack you. Lash out at you. First attack is a 25 to hit. Yes. Four points of damage. The second attack is a 10 to hit. No, that does not. Misses. All right. And then the next ones are against Harold. That will be a 20 to hit and a 16 to hit. I think the 20, 20 and 16. So he has plus two to his AC. Um, so yeah, I know. We'll we'll calculate it when he yep. when he gets back. Trouble, you're up. Okay, the escalation die is at two, right? Uh, one. It's at it's at one now. One. It's the second round. It goes up to one. 
Um, isn't that the third? Because the first round I hit, the second round I missed. Oh. I think it is the third because oh, I was the last of the other round. up to two. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's two by Tapuk. One is wounded. Mm-hmm. The other's fine. Um, I'm going to go for the one who's not wounded. I'm going to try shooting him. Okay. And, ooh, wow. Okay. So I got a 16 plus 7 plus 3. So that's like 26 total. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2d10 plus 5. Ooh. That's 20 damage. Uh, the one that wasn't wounded. Correct. 20 damage? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, still standing, but uh, definitely, uh, definitely and, lost legs. And because I rolled a, a natural 16, or 16 plus, um, I can make another attack with a minus 4 penalty. Okay, so go for I'm it. So gonna, I'm going to try shooting him again. Yeah. You're still standing. You need an 18. Oh, I got a one. <laughs> Second arrow, just draw um, too quickly. Okay, goes too fast. Do I do Sibley? Um, do I do miss damage? Uh, they don't take miss damage. Okay, Sibley, um, <laughs> you see this one uh, cultist definitely now spitting up blood, um, being kind of like winded and having an arrow protruding from their from their gut, standing by to book. And the other one also not really looking as if they're having a good day. What do you want to do? Um, I'm going to go for the one with an arrow, arrow in him. Okay, go oh. for it. Um, with beast from attack again. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, not good roll. I got 11. Total? You need an oh, 18 wait, 11 plus 2, so no, 13. Plus 13, the escalation. All right. Now. Yeah. Oh, yes. 15, Plus. still no 18. Feline Grace. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get any good roll on that either. No? Okay. So, uh, book you see uh, an arrow strike the guy in front of you and then uh, a bear kind of like flailing <laughs> around with this strange purple hue but can't seem to hit or whack a cultist over the head. <laughs> as um, the cultists begin laying into you already, but there is Harold. Harold, uh, they rolled a 20 oh, on the attack. Like what's your, what's your that, AC? That's definitely a hit. Okay, and a 16? Uh, 16 is a, still a hit despite... Okay, so you take eight points of damage in total. Oof. Okay. okay uh, uh, quickly, take... Harold, remember you have a plus two right now to your AC. Yeah, but even uh, normally I have 13, so you're uh, oh, 15. Two. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you take eight points of damage. What do you want to do? Whoa. There's two cultists standing uh, standing around you. I want to say I need some better armor, but... Um... <laughs> better than what, your farmer clothes? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> um, so what do I want to do? Uh, I'm going to try to bash one of them a way to get them off uh, off me. Go for it. Let's see here. And that roll is a 17, which is still not a crit, unfortunately. But I keep boosting up towards a crit. So a 17 is just a natural there's no special roll from that other than increasing my carbon opening. But 17 in total, that's the roll, and then what's the... 
yeah. bonus. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the hit then is a 22. Okay, very good. Hits. Right. And now I do some serious damage. Uh, eat 11 damage this time. Okay, might or mercy? I'm going to do mercy because, okay. uh, well, I'm trying to not kill everyone, even though they want to capture us from Mork, from Morris. But, okay. uh, and also, yeah, so mercy, I'm going to uh, knock one's leg out from under him and make sure he's down so he can't move. You knock him, uh, knock him straight out. Uh, yeah. So that's one one KO. Um, yeah. Then we had all of them. So to book, we're back at the top of your round. Apparently the escalation die is at three. What do you want mm. to do? So I will, um, as I have not been doing very well with my spear, I will reach into my bag of magical tricks and bring forth the spirits of the righteous. And, um, is that a daily or a recharge? That is a once per battle. Once so, per battle. Okay, yes. Um, and this is a battle, so I will use it. Um, is so, it, <laughs> it is. Well, yes, kind of. Technically. I mean, yeah, technically, this is a battle. So um, I will uh, roll to hit against MD. Yep. Uh, magical defense. 12. Uh, Oh, well, I have a plus six, so let's hope I don't totally miss. Oh, I did roll a 12, but I have plus six. Um, uh, plus the escalation dice, I guess. So, um, yep. Yeah, it's... 20, right. 21. And damage is... Uh, 17 plus my charisma. So that's 21 points of damage. So I believe a... a, a, a a jester hat appears and explodes. Describe the spell. What happens? So, right uh, or mercy? What do you want to do to him? So I will uh, mercy. I will mm-hmm. definitely um, be merciful here. So I will. Um, I I pull back my spear, push my hand forward, close my eyes for a second, and call on my inner strength as a purple shade. Uh, appears and a form that appears to be that of a jester's hat bursts forth and slams into to, to the person in front of me, uh, knocking them to the ground. Knocks them out. Yes, not killing them, just smashing them around the face. And Harold, you are still surrounded or in combat with the other one, another one. And uh, as a oh. result, um, I give Harold plus four AC until the end of my next turn. Okay, so it doesn't one stack, one. so you just get the highest uh, plus. Well, he lost the plus two because it's the my turn. And now he gets plus now four. Now he gets plus four. Okay. Because, because of that. <laughs> because of that, Harold survives. Harold, your turn. What do you want to do? You're muted. My turn again. Um, all right. I think it's... Um, yeah, I think it's time to uh, try to get this other one captured. So I'm going to go for a very fancy move. I'm going to try the, uh, let's call it the disarm of the Griffith to try to knock this person on their butts and take their swords away. 16 to hit. That is a hit. 16 that, plus... Yeah. Uh, 16, or sorry, 16 plus 5 would make it a 21 yeah, plus, sure. uh, plus the... And I'm going to do damage and also use the shield bash to try to knock him against the wall uh, and uh, 
disorient him well technically shield mash just pop people free of me but you know for flavor i'd like to knock him on his butt damage from that then is two eight eleven from my natural damage eleven and then i pop him free uh so that he's hopefully kind of well, okay maybe not mechanics wise but staggered away into the into the hallway yeah sure he staggered staggers backwards actually towards darkness it takes a yes. couple of steps back from from the kind of eyes exactly. of you suspiciously uh that ends your turn trouble all right um so there's two guys left right yeah or man and a lady uh in yeah. one, one woman yeah I'm not going to ask which is which, because then it'll it'll seem wrong of me to, you know, decide who to kill based on their gender. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna help to cook. Okay, Wh- whoever is, is is by him, I don't discriminate. <clears throat> yep. I'm shooting another arrow. Okay. Uh, um, so six plus seven, that's thirteen. Eighteen. It needs an eighteen. Plus three. What the escalation yeah, plus is three. plus three. So that's a yeah. total of sixteen. Nah, I miss. Misses. Okay. Yeah, hang on. I did. I get a natural miss. Oh, but that's just for Malay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my turn. Okay. So that's your turn. Do you want to move or anything? You've been standing in the same spot. I kind of hop from leg to leg, but nothing else. Really. Okay, very good. Sibley, you're up. Okay. Sibley goes for feline grace for the yeah. fourth time <laughs> and misses. Fifth time's the charm. So well, it's hard to be graceful when you're in shape of a bear, right? That's very, very true. Okay. <clears throat> She's, um, so she, is the person next to her with the arrow in him? Is he still, no, he's no, gone, no, isn't he? Knocked out. Okay, so she goes for the other one. Yeah. With beast form attack in that bear form. And it's 21 plus two, 23. 23 hits. Excellent. And then it's a D10. It's uh, 12, 13, 14 damage. Okay, might or mercy? Also, let's go for mercy this time. We, we had a lot of throwing over the, the edge of the... Uh, yep. How do you hole. knock this one out? Tell us. So um, Sibley was quite liking the, uh, the bear slaps earlier. So, so she charges over to, to this some cultist bashes rams them against the wall and then slashes slashes their face um with her claws you've been bear slapped (laughs) (laughs) right so you're crushing him against the wall and then just whack him uh until he goes unconscious i think tapuk comes over and says i think i think he got him (laughs) done done Put him Put down. Whack his head off. Drop. Um, Drop. It is Drop now it. the last standing, the woman standing there. And as uh, you're all kind of focused on Sibley, this one was popped free from Harold. Um, she just uh, tosses her uh, torch down on the ground and double moves away into into darkness. You can you can see her disappearing further um, down the hallway. She- does she pop free, or do we get some opportunity? He popped free. Well, mm. she popped free from Harold, so he or he popped her free, mm. but he didn't knock her out entirely. Right, because I I helped her get free. Uh, yes, he helped her get free. So, 
Oh, she's on her way, on her way out. She sees an opportunity and she is going, but not per se gone yet. Do you want to continue and give chase or do you want to uh, let her go? I think we should. I think we should follow. These are the people who are the path to her yeah. grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. We maybe I can chase her. I don't know if I can make more speed with, as a bear. Don't think so. Well, we'll see. Um. <laughs> so, what do you want uh, to do? Decision who's, time. Uh, who's whose go is it? Or are we out of it? Well, if we're continuing in initiative order, then it is uh, to books. Okay. To books go. Then. Um, I would uh, like to give chase and try and use a ranged spell if I can if I can see her. Yeah, what's the ranged spell you want to use? Uh, battle chant. So what's I the what's the chant. range on your spells generally? It just says ranged, so I don't. Okay, I, don't I will allow it. Go for it. Okay, um, so I will start to to bang on my drum and send a thunder wave. Um, oh. <laughs> Just going to check. Are you sure? It, we're inside a cave. It's, it's not. It's yeah, not. A, let's do it. It's not a big thunder wave. Don't worry. It's fine. It's very Rock fall. Everybody dies. Wave. Sure. Uh, so against MD, total of twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Um, so here's to show that how big this thunder wave is. This does a one d four. Which is a total of two plus four, so six points of damage. Okay, might or mercy? Uh, mercy, and um, I would also like to use my pull it together as I rolled a natural eleven plus. Um, uh, one of my allies can use a recovery. Uh, who's who looks like they're badly hurt? Harold, Harold looks badly hurt. Yeah, sure, I'll yeah. take it. So you can use a recovery and add one d four per point of escalation dice. So oh, escalation dice at four. So that we four d four plus whatever your recovery is. Okay. Hold on. Six. Okay, that is very nice. I'm back at full. Thank you. And then for the cost of an extra recovery, now I'm at five recoveries. Okay, very good. Everything goes quiet. Just in the distant darkness, you hear fading footsteps of the first person who did get away. You hear grunts and uh, uh, of pain from the people who've been knocked out or knocked down. Um, one of them is actually whimpering um, as she's he's crawled up to the female archer who Tupuk uh, killed with the first shot. Sorry, Tupuk killed. killed with the first shot. Um, crumpled up against a wall there in the darkness. The torches that are lying on the floor give light, but you can see they're quickly fading. At this point, uh, they're going to burn out pretty soon. Um, uh, but in, in this glow, it, it's, it's a bit of a sad and strange scene. One, two, three, four, five people, uh, one of whom dead Four of them in strange robes, bloodied, beaten up, lying about you as Coral Munion kind of steps out of the building and surveys the area. Oh, looks like you can handle yourself in a pinch. 
Very good. Might be handy for what comes next. We appreciate your oh. assistance. Well, you're very welcome. Yes. Keen oh. observer of human behavior or other kinds of humans in the general sense. Bipedal creatures' behaviors. No offense meant glowing, sir. Yeah, none taken. We don't have time, Coral. What's the what's your story? Why are you here? We need to move fast because they they've been alerted back there. Right. Well, they were uh, alerted already. I mean, as far as I heard, some people were sent flying down. Um, but um, Coral Munion, um, researcher of the occult, um, kind of looks at Tupuk, friend of your grandfather, I believe. Young sure that's his uh, staff tied to your back, is it not? Uh, it, it, it certainly is, and and uh, we are looking for him. So if you could point us in the right direction, uh, it points cool. towards the darkness. Towards the darkness, perfect. And 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 have you been in that direction? You could maybe tell us what we're about to oh, walk into. They caught me before I could uh, come all the way down to the uh, cathedral. The rooms that were there, but uh, seems like uh, my dear friend Morris is stirring up quite a mess. Misguided he has become, I believe. Hmm. Yes. We better uh, get there. We can talk on the way if you want. Uh, yes, I, I'm. I'm quite badly hurt. <laughs> so, <laughs> mechanical question. Um, as we are no longer in combat. Yeah, can you can use... use as many recoveries as you want to top yourself up at this stage. Perfect. Then I will. As you're walking. Recovery, so perfect. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Do you have any more specific questions for Crawlmanian? Should we interrogate one of the people we knocked out, or are we going to get some more uh, mad cackling? And Oh, you're never going to fire. Stop us. Ha ha ha. I think we should try. Ask them some questions. Tie them up, at the very least. I can hold them down as a bear. <laughs> sit on them. Last five minutes, huh? bear form. Yeah. I mean, I did. Yeah. I did have a general question. Um, how are Harold and and Trouble taking this random bear appearing? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, it didn't attack us, though. Is there anything markings that would make it obvious to us that it was? Well, it's a leopard print bear, so it's with a, with a bit of effort you you might. The juice. Okay. Who, who's in yeah. good shape? You've and seen purple, shape. purple eyes and purple aura, so it's magical. I think. I think you know that, but you might just be like, "Has it eaten civilly?" At first I glance. Guess, I guess I have a background of uh, a, a life partner and wife who's been a druid, so I at least know the stories. So I guess uh, Harold is shocked in a really positive way. Like, wow! I walked. learned a lot. <laughs> I walk up to, to Sibylle and I'm like, Munions, is that you? <laughs> right, right here. Huh? And he steps out from behind the bear. <laughs> Can I help it's you, Horde Master? Oh, oh, Sibylle. Yeah. Yeah. That's my new trick. <laughs> he was that a bear voice. <laughs> she begins to uh, morph slowly back as time passes into Sibylle again. Hello again. So quick layout of, of where you are, just so you understand. Behind you is the descent and rope guide that will lead up to Podrick's warehouse around the corner. 
You know, Nork is lying somewhere there, tied up. There was the three-way crossing behind you. One direction, the left turn led to a dead end. Uh, you took a right turn and found Morris's study. There would also be uh, a path that went straight ahead from, from that place. Um, and you are in this subterranean street that is strewn with boulders and crumpled walls. Um, it is dimly lit by the glowing blue moss that allows you to see some shapes and contours where you are. And of course, the fading torchlight right now. Um, most, some of the buildings seem to be in excellent conditions. Others, the walls are cracked and have crumbled or displaced by these monoliths and these rocks. Um, the ground is pierced or skewered or smashed by, by fallen boulders. Um, and places are or are not easy to enter depending on what you find. But this all forms this surreal ceiling upon which, you know, gold meadows rests. And yeah. you have a decision to make. What do you want to do? Tell me. I'm going to tie, use rope to tie the hands behind one of the most mobile of the of the injured. So that we sure. can kind of push this person ahead of us and uh, use them to lead, you know, lead the way while other people talk to crawl. So. Plus, they make a human shield. <laughs> we went from don't kill anyone to they all must die rather quickly there, trouble. <laughs> well, these, these are okay. evil, deranged cultists who want to unleash unspeakable horrors upon the world. It could be the cult of the Shalas who were, I mean, you have no idea at this point, just saying, but sure. Just, just say uh, we should rescue whether they or not. They're with Nork on this. So, well, the Shala is with uh, with Coral Munion. right? Okay. Uh, so you're tying them up. Uh, I'm going to tie up one that we can push ahead of us as we go to kind of guide us towards the cathedral. And the other three? Well, and tie know, them. Sure, tie them up. Yeah. Tie them up. Or if we can fit them into the. <laughs> fit them into the trap door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. That is a good idea. It I mean, would be as good as murder, I guess. But um, okay. So there's there's three of them that you need to tie up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I say three of you. Please make a um, a dexterity roll plus level uh, against twenty. Dexterity roll plus level uh, fifteen. Do I get extra points because? Um, I'm a merchant of like handcrafted items. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get I mean, extra yeah. points? Why don't you? Why don't you? While someone else tells me what their rules, think about the story you're going to tell me about how that applies to this particular situation. I'm a religious trader, so I'm used to tying up priests. I don't know. I, sure. I mean, so I who rolled? Tupac rolled. All right, I'll, with my terrible decks, I probably have the farmer bonus. So yeah, you do, sure. It's kind of like the Boy Scout bonus. Because you're used to hog tying animals and yeah. whatnot. I get a I'm used to tying ornaments. I get a 16. 16, so it's not a 20, okay. Ornaments Sibley? don't struggle. Okay, so I'm a 10. A 10, so you're all filled. Okay, so you leave three of them more or less tied up. <laughs> <laughs> As you believe, tied to the best of your abilities, and unconscious. Uh, on the street or unconscious on the street or uh, in the uh, little shack. You can always the, uh, finish the job. It's, it's on the table. It's up to let's you. Let's just throw them into the uh, into the room, uh, not on the street, yeah. but into the, the room. Into the house, yeah, tied up. Yeah. The Quality. dead one. What do you do with the dead one? Also, drag them into the house. Oh, lovely! Oh, just, uh, just in the basement. Lay them on top. <laughs> no. 
stuffing in the hatch. Yeah. So, as a follower of the of the Avadalas, all life that has ended merits a certain amount of respect. One of the teachings of the uh, of Druid of Druid. We'll sit them Any, carefully. Anything that hatch. Sibley wants to do for the recently deceased? Um, probably not stuff them into the hatch. Um, <laughs> Sibley will kind of put her hands over the dead body and and chant some some soft whispers to uh, the Avadalis and like have it as an offering um, served to the Avadalis. Even down here in the deep, dark darkness of the cave, you see a um, small white flower, green, and then pop up right around this body as you're chanting that. Life is gone, life is given. There is a, an energy of, of life here, down here, even. Um, as you do that, wonderful. The one that is tied up and roused or tied okay. up and yeah, still unconscious that you wanted to bring along with you, what do you do? Um, mush? I don't know how you... You just shake the rope and they run in front of you, right? Um, yeah. Like sh- yeah. Show, us, show us where the others are. <laughs> yeah. Well, Crawl knows the way too, right? So Crawl, Crawl tell us, Crawl, tell us if, uh, what, what, what do you know? Who captured you and while we walk, tell us what's what's in front of us. Tell us what's this, next. This yeah. one here put me in the hole. I remember it. She looks down at him. Goes, "Well, you were snooping in places that you weren't supposed to be snooping. What did you expect us to do with you? You little nasty excuse for a man." She's just mm-hmm. sour because I bit her finger. You see a bandage around. <laughs> <laughs> Where something or someone, someone bitter, um, but Coral will tell you. I know the, I know the way. But if you want to bring her along, I guess we could have her lead us through the darkness. Um, I know it up to the vantage point. From there, I have no idea what how to go on. Hmm. We, we need to hurry. We need to hurry. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Hmm. As we go, I ask her. Do you know what they're planning to do with this guy's grandfather? What they're planning to do with the orc? I don't. I don't want to know. Oh, I don't, you'll I don't. see when you get there. You think you think just because you killed one of us and knocked me knocked me out that I'm now your best friend? You'll find out when you get there. See, I suggest I, you just go back up and pretend you never were down here. This wow. Just crazy. She's, she's yeah. seems Can you little, just tell us? Yeah. You sure you're not in a cult? Because it feels like you're in a cult. I told you they're evil. She rolls a 14 against your physical defense to book. <laughs> uh, physical defense is 13. So. <laughs> you take one point of biting damage as she bites into your arm. Oh, she learned from Crawl. <laughs> she learned a good lesson from Crawl. Okay. Uh, Tupper is fallen unconscious. <laughs> Yeah, no, I heal. I, I, I healed, otherwise, maybe. <laughs> so, ow! Ow! Uh, not now. Uh, yank out the rope and then. Uh, it's, ah. I know, Carl, do you think you know the way? Do you think we need her or not? Uh, if you don't think we need her, then uh, we tie her up and leave her here. It's, uh, it's up to you. I can bring you as far, probably, as the building that I went through or around um, to get to 
uh, to get to the vantage point, but I did not find a way down. Mm. She might know because they have obviously been going up and down. Yeah, yeah. take it with us. Okay, let's take it with us. Let's go, you guys. Let's go, everyone. I will need one of you to roll a d20, please, and tell me what the outcome is. I vote trouble gets to roll. Trouble. Yeah, yeah, trouble always gets us in trouble. Yeah. Ooh, a nice four. <laughs> a nice four. <laughs> and we'll this since you on. had since oh, you man. had brought this uh, both coral and this uh, woman this cultist along, um, you uh, make your way through uh, the darkness. Did you did you bring? The torches burned out by now. Well, we have oh, other torches, okay. so we yeah, can I have one in my camp. Yeah. You can light one or the lantern. Yeah, okay. Lantern, you yeah. notice quite a bit of graffiti uh, scratched, scratched upon the walls. Some of it says "Slay the Giants." There are stars etched into the walls on the left and right. At one point, you come across some graffiti that says "K loves R," whatever that might mean. Um, skulls, spiders, infinity symbols. Edson was here, and more nonsense um, that is kind of etched into uh, everything. And there's also this, you know, patinor layer of dust and gravel that coats everything. And even though you can walk into and out of some of the buildings you pass, you realize you can't trust the soundness of all of these of all of these structures. Um, with that four, but with the help that you that you get, you find, and um, first of all, uh, two buildings uh, towards the end of uh, of this road. It seems to be kind of a road that, that seems to be somewhat circular in nature. Where where you're where you're going, you get that feeling as you're walking around. Um, you find one building where there is a chamber littered with bone meal and blood splatters and a strange triangle that is drawn on the floor and fresh scratches everywhere on the walls hmm. there. Right across from that, um, that building, you uh, see a ruin, mostly intact, um, but where most of the other places you passed by had been more or less cleared. Um, here, um, both Coral and the woman point to it, and there seems to be a barricaded door that says, do not enter. Uh, it has been recently put there. But <laughs> there is also a narrow alley besides it. Um, but you would need to pass, if you look through there, you would need to pass through a maze of jagged rocks um, that you're pretty convinced that will cut and bleed you um, as you try to try to move through, or you could go try to make your way into this building. Coral Munion kind of stands there, um, petting the shala, and he points at the uh, narrow alley and he says, "I I squeezed through there to the end, but I'm not as." Uh, <laughs> well equipped as all of you are and I came through rather unscathed they got me on the way out this one did um, but as far as I could tell this building also leads to the uh, to the descent on the other side okay it is up so, to you do you want to go through or do you want to go through the alley or through the building so with the the woman I'll just say 
do they do they lead to the same place? She just stares at you. you poke her a little bit. Poke her a little bit with my my spear. Why don't we push her do through the rocks? <laughs> we could push her through the rocks. She bites. No, and no, then walk no. on her body. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, so it's okay. like um, it's like uh, like there's like jagged rocks and sharp edges all around. Like if you were to kind of like wiggle through, you'd get cut. Let yeah. me let me rephrase this. It, you're going first, no matter which way we go. If you want to go through the sharp rocks, you know we'll follow you. I think we're better off going through the house. Oh, he says. Oh really? Oh, okay. Are you sure? I was. I, th- I thought maybe the sharp ones. No. Okay. So that how uh, is there a secret to opening it, or do you just bash it down? She just kind of like walks up and shoulders the the. It seems to be uh, shuttered in such a way as if to try to keep something in. So she just shoulders the beam off the door, <laughs> and it falls, sure. clangs to the ground. <laughs> And uh, the makeshift doors just kind of squeak open. So the question is, if the lock was on the outside of the door, uh, I guess the person who ran away didn't get back. It's uh, it's it's, it's a not a very door. stable building, so we didn't want anyone to go in and get hurt. She says. Ah, okay, okay. You, uh, you can inside check that if you want to. Hey, yeah. No, I'm I'm very believing. They they want to um, keep their they want to keep people uh, in good condition for the sacrifices. Mm. So, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go into the building or do you want to go through the alley? Building seems fine. Building. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. But before we go to the building, I just dropped the die. I'm going to ask uh crawl Carl um Coral. 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 Munions. About the Shala. Has that Shala always been yours? Because there's a couple of kids uh, out in the town. Oh, no. She was in uh, in one of the cages when I came down. When I freed myself, I took her oh. with me down there. She seemed to need the attention. I had a premonition that help was on the way. Oh. Yeah, we might we might want to return her to these uh, couple of poor kids who lost their pet. Oh sure, and he lifts up his coat, and the shala kind of disappears. Wait, creepy little thing. Huh. Okay, I've done my. Do you know what they're doing down there, by the way? The shalas. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I don't want to know. <laughs> Can we, can we use that shala to make an enemy guard go to sleep or something? That's <laughs> cuteness. Yeah, give it to the woman and just let her sleep. Yep. So how are you going to go through the building? More, uh, Coral has asked we, you if you understand what's going on down there, but how do you want to go through the building? I think we let the woman go first and have a bit of slack on the on the rope. Um, but hold the rope and then whilst we assess, we can then follow her. Okay, sounds good. Yep. All right. So, um, you look at this wall, this edifice, off to the right where the alley is, you can see that the wall and the structure was slightly tilted and bent and cracked like out of its, out of its, uh, out of its mold or form. Um, and you can see the walls kind of having bent and folded in slightly on, on themselves. 
Um, and the moment the doors are pulled open, some rocks rain down uh, on the inside of the of the building. There. Um, do you push her in first? Yeah. Well, let's wait till the rocks stop falling, and then oh, they're just like it's just like a little rain. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. See, she hesitantly steps forward and inside, and then disappears around the corner. Okay. Quickly! You're wasting that- time! Is that is her? It, is that her? Okay. That's her, yes. Okay. Yeah, follow. Okay. Who goes in first? What's the marching order? Sibley will go first. I was, I was going to volunteer Harold. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Sibley? Then? Yeah. Then trouble. Then? Uh, of, course, of course I'm happy to go first. With my <laughs> That's what shields are for, right? Okay. So prisoner, Harold, Sibley, trouble to poke at the end. Well, obviously Coral is going to come... Coral is uh, just going to uh, going to hang back for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let me know when it's all safe. I'll come right in after you. Mm-hmm. Sits there. Sure. Uh, stands there and kind of just parks his hands behind his back, sticks out his slight pot belly, and grins at you. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds dodgy. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. All right. The moment you all walk in, you walk into this uh, strange entrance, um, and there is uh, there before you 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 really realize it as you kind of like march in after this woman who seems to have turned right and has gone around the corner as far as the rope will let her. You notice things are sploshing down from the top onto the floor here and I need all of you to make a easy save six or higher please do we add dexterity nope no 13 right safe uh three (laughs) 18 easy save (laughs) as it will say on my tombstone an easy save not for to book (laughs) Harold? Topo, can you roll for me? Since after I that, can I, do. I would prefer you to roll for me. No, you can roll for yourself. Thank you. Okay, give me uh, 15 seconds then. So you take uh, 14 points of acid damage or half that on a, on a successful save. Oh. Where? Okay. And I, I roll a 10, so I take half that. Okay. Ouch. Ouch. Very good. You look up and you immediately notice uh, Tapuk Sibili, a uh, kind of gooey matter that clings to the ceiling that you have seen a long time ago before, kind of going. Oh no. no. And as you're kind of trying to dance around, you also notice that some of the acid has fallen onto the rope that has started to unravel uh, there as, as, oh, you're moving, as you're moving that's forward. That's a terrible idea. 
off to your left, you can see a darkened passage as well that seems to lead into a room. Uh, you're you're carrying a light, right, torch? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You look left. It, it's a dead end room, but there seems to be a um, there there are legs and robes, but whatever is beyond the mid of the torso doesn't exist. So there's just the legs and the ropes are there and a puddle of acid in front of it are lying there. And maybe some skeletal, parts of a skeletal remain are lying on the floor of that particular room off to your left. Off to your, off to your right, there seems to be a hallway that Wait, you can go it, into. To be clear, that body is the woman that I had tied up on a rope? No, she's gone off into the hallway as oh, the okay. rope is put into the She did and not dissolve that quickly. <laughs> right in front of you, there also seems... So you get the distinct impression that you are in the entranceway of, a, of an apartment or a building. And there seems to be... So you can go left into this dead-end room, uh, right into the hallway, or straight on into what's what might be a larger room. Which direction do you want to go? Do you follow the woman, or do you go into the other room? Or Which looks less acidic? Uh, there seems to be everywhere there just is this, you know, constant plopping sound, but you've, you've, you kind of manage to dance around it and, and work around it now that you're aware of it. Maybe let's go through the alley. The middle? <laughs> In the alley, you mean back outside? Oh, go back. <laughs> no, just follow the woman. Follow the woman. Just keep going. Keep going. Just keep going. You're going in straight into the hallway? Right. As you walk past this entrance in front of you, you see that it actually, the light cast in, leads to a much larger room, with, which might have been a living room or something. But there's a huge gaping crack hole crevice that has run through the floor of that building. It seems to have split that room like in uh, in half there is an odd statue in the corner before you go into the hallway of a very stately looking crowned man male figure but the way he is etched and carved um, Harold might have seen giants in his time trouble maybe once or twice this is definitely a giant king. Um, Sibley, Harold, I will let you make a uh, an intelligence roll. D20 plus intelligence plus your level. <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> is that with Not the very intelligent. On, on brand. <laughs> yes. On brand. Harold? I got a nine. Does, does background help with this? Does my background as a Valastar Vanguard might would get sure. me to an eleven? Then I get an eleven. An eleven. Um, as far as you recognize, this is a a king, um, but no history of giant kings or tales of giant kings this far south in your lifetime come to come to mind as you walk past into this hallway. This hallway is dark except for the light that your torches cast you can see it lead all the way down to the to the end and there seems to be um, the wall to your left 
has been pierced by these uh, by these monoliths that seem to have pierced the earth and come up. And off to your right, there is first the jagged wall, and then there is a doorway, first one, and a second doorway off to your right. You hear someone calling from behind you. Or oh, is it safe yet? <laughs> if you the avoid the acid. <laughs> what are you going that? to do? She's she's moved. Uh, she's moved um, into the first room on your right hand side. Okay, so we can still see her running. Or you can floor. see where the rope <laughs> is going, but she is moving a bit like ahead of you. In that uh, sense, I mean, unless you want to tell her to come back. I don't think she. Uh, I don't think she'd listen, would she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just well, keep following. Yeah. Say stop. Yeah, let me try and grab the end of that rope. Then let's. Uh, mm. and, and she's probably leading us straight into danger, which is where we need to be going. So, Jokes on her. That's where we want to go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as you tug on the rope. Uh, where the acid dropped on the rope before, it now becomes this very thin uh, tendril. A good, a good thug, tug, thug or pull, tug or pull yeah. might snap the rope. Oh, on an extra. You're saying I need to reel her in like a fish, kind of like gently. But she, well, as you just said, like a tug or something is going to snap the rope. But she stops moving. Oh, okay. This way, it's the safest way. You hear her say from this room on to the right. Are there any Can signs we... of the other builders having gone through there, or like marks that they've left, or? How you saw a dead this? body in another room just before. Can we tell if she's lying or not? Like uh, with my background in like negotiation and politicians. Sure. Make an make an insight check. D okay. twenty plus your wisdom plus your level. It's a twenty. It needs a twenty. Mm-hmm. Totally. I've got a thirteen. Thirteen plus background. 16. Hard to tell if she's lying or not. So mm-hmm. down the hallway, or you're going to follow uh, her? Let's let Carl. Oh, this way. See if Carl has any uh, Carol. I call out. What's up ahead? The kitchen. No. Dang it! I mean, are we going to have more acid dripping on us, or rocks falling, or spears shooting out of the walls? <laughs> she lost. No, I'm telling you, this is the safest, but you have to be quiet. You're making a lot of noise. And as you're talking, you you become aware of this faint sound. Sounds good. Emanating from somewhere in this building as this acid is raining around you. So you have a choice. Follow her into the room or down the hallway. no idea where we're going so i'm just gonna i guess we spared her life didn't we so maybe she's she owes us but sydney's quite naive (laughs) she bit me scope no she didn't bit bit me (laughs) i guess i'm just gonna keep going unless somebody has a better plan because i assume she's leading us to yeah her boss i think we should just follow stick with the system the only way yes Mm -hmm. so you're following her yes yes let's do it so you follow her into this uh, smaller room, which seems to be a small study. Um, again, the wall has been uh, broken and destroyed by this monolith that, that seems to have come through. And the other wall that parts it from the adjacent room has crumbled partially. 
and she's kind of like climbing over uh, the ruined wall to make her way through and she sees you uh, having followed her and she grins at you and she gives one proper tug at the rope but it doesn't snap but she does tumble backwards as she cackles and laughs and you all look up at the ceiling in this room this isn't the kitchen <laughs> I need you all to roll a dexterity save, please. Oh, my what down? You need to, you need to be to twenty. What is with my rolling today? I got a seven. A seven. Okay. Seventeen. I also got a seven. <laughs> total or <laughs> trouble? Seventeen total. <laughs> 17. Harold? Four. With, with or without your bonuses? <laughs> from, the, from the ceiling plops down this huge, huge piece of... I'm not really even sure what to describe it as. Just a huge blob of goo just kind of like plops down. Um... Right where, right where you're standing. Let me just pull this up here uh, because we need it. Thank you for listening this to Might and Mercy. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Where are you? There you are. Suddenly, the following becomes so. Join us for season two, which we are calling No Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're good. You're good. It falls down. Um, and as it falls down, um, all of you on that field save, you take six points of acid damage. But you're cut off from the woman because it falls right onto the rope and you all jump back the other direction. So wherever she is, the rope snaps, she is gone, and you are now stuck in this room with a huge blob of yellowish jelly that is rolling around. I need you all to roll initiative and that's going to be the last combat we do tonight. I think this is fine. in order. I call out to uh, Coral. It's not safe yet. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'll wait here. I'm sure you can handle it. You're so thoughtful, Trouble. (laughs) Trouble, what'd you roll? Um, A total of 22. Okay. Sibley? 23. Harold? 16. Book? 20. All right, so you are now faced with this huge blob of ochre jelly there. Uh, Sibley, you're first. What do you what do you want to do as you're kind of wiping off this goo that is searing your wonderful otherwise wonderful immaculate fur i'm trying to think how he how he beat it last time uh, we didn't we ran away <laughs> we ran away didn't we <laughs> because um we ran away because we were children and um and there was no way that we were gonna deal with it so, so we, what do you do smarter. it's coming for okay. you. happy with running away again man. that's fine that sounds great <laughs> 
I'm gonna... Should I try attacking it? Yeah. Go for it. Maybe. I'll, I'll do one spell. Because this is at will. Cheeky little ripping vines. Okay. And probably fail in this, but I got a um, 21 to attack. Against MD, PD, or AC? PD. PD, okay, 17. And then seven damage. How much did you roll? I rolled a four plus three. No, the attack. Oh, uh, 20. Okay, to 20 something hits. Yeah, seven yeah, damage? Yeah. It doesn't seem to have a lot of effect on this huge cube of ochre jelly that is just kind of like blobbing as your vines rip through it and kind of sizzle and wither as they as they touch this unnatural element. Can we try and um, where where the women went? Is there any way that we can go follow her? Yeah, you go can go that through way. the ooze and then you get to where she is. So the ooze fell right in between down the ceiling. Okay. I think I want to move towards that. Then you're going to... So she is here, right? Yeah. The ooze is here and you're behind it. So to get to where she is, you need to move through the ooze or out into the hallway. Oh, okay. I think out into the hallway. Okay. (laughs) Simply shoots off ripping vines and then steps out of the room away from all of you. Guys, Trouble. It's not worth it. <laughs> Trouble. Wait, so the hallway it's it looks like it'll connect to the other room. Yeah, it does. It looks like it's kinda like a now a circular pathway in, in a way. Uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just run in that direction. Is you're running out this of the room and then going down. up towards the kitchen or out towards coral? No, toward, towards the kitchen. Towards the kitchen, okay, so you run out the room and you're headed down the hallway. Mm-hmm. You see the woman slip into the kitchen right at the end of it, but she's a bit a bit ahead of you. Um, that's both of your, your action and your move to, to get to the kitchen, yeah. if you want. Or to get yeah. to the room where she was in. Okay. Um, well, you're in the hallway, but you can't follow Tupuk. Uh, trouble. <laughs> Tupuk, what do you want to do? So, uh, I would like to use a recovery and leave the room. Um, are these two things possible? Recovery or is an do I action or a quick action for you? A recovery is an action for me. An action? Okay, yeah, an action, and then you step into the hallway, like you can move halfway up the hallway, but not yep. to where trouble is. I will do and that. And use a recovery? All right, yes. it is the jelly's turn. Harold, <laughs> you are the only one left in the room. <laughs> oh, no. And, um, I was hoping I had a good enough uh, dexterity with 16 initiatives. And So... It gets two attacks. <laughs> First one. It's a nine to hit. Misses. Against PD. What's your PD? Oh, PD. Ooh, PD is 15. 15. Nice. Second is a 20 to hit against PD. You suffer six points of uh, acid damage and uh, you have three ongoing acid damage. Um, as it then also moves closer up to you and begins to kind of engulf engulf you. You get acid on your boots, on your pants, on your clothes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like these clothes are, 
are not going to be worth much in the morning, you're sure. It is your turn. What do you want to do? Sana's gonna kill me. <laughs> um... <laughs> um... I want to pop free, but that's a that gets an opportunity attack. But on the other hand, my my shield bash is not really likely to be successful either. Uh, actually, I don't think it. Well, do you think a shield bash would work against a pile of ooze? In my experience, uh, you have ever... never fought anything like this before, ever. I don't think my shield bash is really going to be successful. So I'm going to try to just take my move to disengage, which means I need a uh, 11 or a, what's the uh, disengage roll save? 11 yep. or above? You need to roll only 11 or higher. And then if I fail, do I still get you to move. attack? Or, yep. Okay. So I'm going to make my disengage roll. Ooh, I fail my disengage save. So I can still disengage, but it attacks, gets an opportunity attack. Right? Yep. You want to I'm going to do it. I don't want to be in this room anymore, and I'm going to hope that it can't really chase us out in the hallway. That is going to be an 18 against your PD. Oh, oh, six more points of acid damage <laughs> on your back, on your ass. <laughs> oh no! And is that another? Um, oh, so three? you have three on uh, three ongoing acid damage. Doesn't stack. Doesn't stack. Okay. You just have that. In that case, I'm also going to use a the quick action recovery, which I can do once per battle, to okay. get some to get some uh, as you're as you're back as I run running yeah. away. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you're you're moving up to the hallway. So the three of you, or four Sorry, of you, are now. Slam. Nope. There are no doors in this. Uh, whatever woodwork was here is long since gone to dust. So yeah. trouble. You're at the kitchen. Followed uh, by Tapuk, Sibili, and now Harold races past Sibili. Um, Acid kind of having burned through his clothes on the back, Sibili, you see, uh, as he runs away, runs away from you. I take uh, that damage at the the beginning of my turn, right? Which one? I take ongoing damage at the beginning of my turn. Yeah. Beginning of its turn, right? Okay, that's it. Beginning of your turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sibili, top of the initiative. What do you want to do? You're 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 closest to the to the ooze that is slopping out the building, out the the, the room right now. Follow following us. Okay. Um, and where is the woman? Uh, she went. You saw her disappear into the kitchen. Okay. I feel like we should just continue running. <laughs> <laughs> Which direction? Out to corral or towards the woman? Towards the woman. Go for it. You're Might be a bad idea, but that's on brand. Okay. You're running, <laughs> running to past, past Harold, past the book, <laughs> catching up with, catching up with trouble. You skid to a halt in the kitchen, right by a huge window pane. You pass what seems to be the master bedroom on your right hand side, and in the kitchen there's this huge window pane, and through that window pane, for the first time you see a beam of moonlight come into a grand kind of square there where you believe now that is where the sinkhole is but you don't have a lot of time to study it but you can see light coming in in a singular beam there and you see the woman kind of headed off 
um, out straight through the kitchen. There's a room off to your left, but she doesn't go in there. She's going what seems to be an outside, like onto a balcony or something. Straight ahead of you. Is there anything while you... you I'm following to, her to the balcony. You use the move in action to get to where you are right now. So that's your turn. Trouble. Mm -hmm. You're in the kitchen. You see Sibley skid past, stop by the window pane, and the woman kind of head out onto the balcony. What do you want to do? Can, can I reach the balcony as my move action? Yeah. Like, and, and I still have an action? Yeah. Okay. I am I am very very ticked off right now, so I would like um, I'm not sure how this would work with the rules, but I would like to run up to her and say I wasn't kidding when I said we are here to investigate why people are falling and shove her off the balcony. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, go ahead and make a uh, an attack against her PD. Okay, I don't know what do I what do I 15. add. Fifteen. I just strength. think I just You're add trying to shove her. Strength plus level. Strength plus level, yeah. A total of fifteen. Fifteen. All right. She goes flying <laughs> down, and she lands very quickly with a loud crash. You hear cracking wood. Uh, something. Piercing, you know, like when you when you stab through canvas, uh. Uh, you hear a racket and shouting uh, underneath. Uh, you peek over the edge and you see about uh, ten meters down some scaffolding um, and some torches moving up and down on the on the scaffolding there. But she is definitely dead. Um, trouble. That ends your turn. You guys are doing really well in this this scenario. By the way, it's going great. Uh, to book. This is great. She led us where we needed to go. We managed to go an hour and fifty minutes without yeeting someone off a cliff. To book. Okay. Um, so, uh, glancing back, uh, this, this big orange goo is shlup, shlup, shlupping through the door. I it's guess. kind of like spilling around the corner into the hallway. Does it look like it's going to reach? this poor little farmer Harold who's behind me uh, before he gets out the way. I think Harold got out in front of you at the moment. You're... Oh, he's oh. in front of me. Okay. Great. So. Then uh, I, I would I would like to run down the corridor, if possible, pushing yeah. Harold in front of me. Um, to, to <laughs> No. Well, um, I'll, I'll, this can go two ways. If you try to shove Harold out in front of you, either, either, either you both go down, <laughs> you both go down, or you both make it out of the out out into the kitchen. You decide. Not the way I'm not the way I'm rolling. I'm just going to run. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see Tupuk just kind of race past as you've seen Sibley go and Trouble run off, and you hear Trouble shout something about shoving people off walls. As behind you, you suddenly feel um, that is a fourteen against PD. Oh, that uh, I uh, am safe on that one. Okay, so that is a my god, a fifteen against PD. That ties. Is that that fifteen then the hits? You take six points of acid damage, and its third attack this round is a twenty-four against PD. Is it escalation though? You need. No, I don't need you guys oh, to get yeah. escalation. Yeah. Uh, so that is another six, so 12 points of acid damage. 
Harold. Someone help me. I'm back. Yeah, well, crash. 12 so, points of acid damage. Well, I thought you said six. Yeah, and then the other roll hit also. No, so. no, but only one of them hit. No, two, two of them hit. No, there was three, oh, attacks okay. this, right? three attacks this round. What's so, so uh, you take 12 points of acid damage across your back as it kind of swoops out, mm-hmm. now filling up the whole way, entire whole way behind you. And I can guarantee you, if it catches up with you, it's going to engulf you and you're going to be stuck on its inside. Yeah, uh, it I'm- is your turn. I guess it's time to move, and I'm really guessing that shield bash isn't going to work, so I need to just keep running. Um, let's get out of, let's get away from this thing. Uh, need to make a, a Ghana save to get away? Yeah. No, you Ooh. don't need to make save. Oh yeah, you're engaged with it now, so you yeah, need yeah. to make save. Uh, 11, 11 or higher. Sorry. Yeah, you pop free. Yeah, and then in that case, I just run, and I'm looking for something that burns, something that I can pull down behind me, anything that I can crash down behind me. You can you can attempt to poke at anything in the ceiling, uh, but it is a ghoul, and it seems to just be moving around and engulfing whatever it comes by. Like it's, yeah, unless okay, you can I'm bring just... the ceiling down. Yeah, you mentioned there was a part of the house that was very. Uh, the whole house is, uh, is 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 <laughs> okay, drenched so can... with acid and structurally not sound. I think we just need to get out of this house as fast but as possible. But you would be in the hallway trying to bring the ceiling down. I'm just saying. On, on myself, exactly. Yeah. You can try. I have no issues then, with it. So I also have a. So that's my move action. I can't mm-hmm. use my quick action as a recovery anymore. But as a. You have your action, you can move a, on your action. Oh, okay. So I'm going to move to get further away on my action. I'm going to take a second action. So instead of using a recovery, I'm going to take a second action to, uh, to move. Wait, didn't okay. I do that last time? And it's, it was still catching me, right? So is this? Or is yeah, this you've not moved. A good... You've moved. You've moved. You've moved on now. Um, so you're all in the kitchen. Yeah. All of you are in in the kitchen here. Uh, trouble is out on the trouble is out on the balcony, and the way back is clearly blocked by this ultra jelly. Uh, top of the initiative, Sibley. What do you want to do? You're you're looking at the jelly. You're looking at this beam of moonlight, and you've just seen Trouble shove this woman, Sparta, kick her off the off the balcony. What do you want to right. do? Right, and the beam of moonlight is in the distance, right? It's quite fine. So you, you you take a moment now to kind of look and you peek out the window pane, and what you see is kind of like a like an almost a sixty meter descent. So this plateau and building that was right under Podrick's warehouse seems to have been like an upper city, something or whatnot of whoever dwelt here. And then there's this kind of like cliffside that also seems to have some construction on it if you were looking down, but there's a lot of scaffolding put up Mm -hmm. to reach this layer here. And then off in the distance, you have this gaping opening there, the, the moonlight is coming in, which is the sinkhole, mm-hmm. and right there on the floor is a lot of rubble, right, that you can see that's kind of illuminated, and across from that yard that seems to be like a market square or something, you can make out building, but also other things that are going on, braziers with flames in them, is a ruined, the ruined facade of a cathedral that seems to be lit up from the inside by uh, dark red light. Oh, okay. Um, so Sibley's first looking down at the scaffolding. Is it? Does it look like she can climb down? Not through the window pane, but maybe from the balcony. Okay. 
Yeah, I've also got some rope in my in my backpack, but if, if I can just climb down, I will head to the balcony and uh, try and descend. I'll say it's a, a hard check without a rope, and it will take you an, an action after that move to, to tie the rope onto something, then it becomes a normal check. So it's either 25 or 20. Okay, so she'll get the rope out of her back. Okay, so you've moved onto the balcony and you start tying the rope there. You're there as the ochre jelly is kind of moving forward. That's Sibley's turn. Trouble! You're on the balcony. Sibley's tying a rope to climb down to where you kicked this poor woman onto the scaffolding. Um, remind me again, what ways are there? There's either the scaffolding... You can go back into the building, uh. into the hallway or into the other room, or there's down which without the rope being tied, which Sibylle is still tying at the moment, is going to be a hard dexterity check to climb. 25. So, is it, isn't the jelly blocking the back rope as well? Yeah, the, the way out, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay I can't use uh, Sibylle's rope yet. Nope. Nope. Next round. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Would that take up my whole action or can I? You were in what? Like, would that take up my whole turn? Tying a rope. And then we have another rope. Do I have a rope? I didn't. Did I use my rope? Uh, it's not know, if you have a rope in your backpack and you can tie I it. I don't. I'm not. A, I never mentioned I had a rope. I probably don't. Do you want to climb down? Uh, how long a drop is it if I miss? Like, am I going to fall all the way down? If you uh, fall down, it. You've seen the effects of falling down. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> that, that was being pushed. Ah. Mm. Decide, decide. Come on. You can light a torch. Jelly's uh, moving on. What are you doing? Are you waiting or are you going down? Uh, um, no, I'm not in the balcony yet. I have nothing I can do against this jelly. Can I assist? You look Sibley? back into the living room. Sorry? As she's dying, it takes her takes her the whole turn to, to time the rope. Um, like it's six seconds, right? So she's busy. Um, you look behind you, you look into this room, this living room that you pass by, and you see this huge crevasse that leads into uh, uh, maybe the story below or basement or whatnot that is down there. Um, so there's no way back except through the ochre jelly through the kitchen or down the balcony. So what do you want to do? Wait, the, 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 what about the opening? I, but you said the crevasse. In the third room. Right, that's yes. sort of basement, which might have another... Yeah. Uh, another way through it. Sure, you want to go down there? You can go down there. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to like leave everyone and dive in. Right, so, you, so you look down there, and you can see that that's a solid like ten meter, ten meter drop. Uh, okay, I am not going to do and that. And there's acid and goo dripping down the edges of this cross. Do you want to dive in? I am backing back to the balcony, and I guess that's my turn. <laughs> Okay, jump good. over the crevasse? <laughs> no. Nah. Tapuk. I like run. Oh, you can try. Go back. Tapuk. In the kitchen. <laughs> Sibley's tying a rope. Tapuk tried to turn back, but seems to think the better of it. Ochre jelly is approaching. <laughs> and the only thing, the only place I can go is out onto the balcony. Sure. Um, the, the crevasse that you mentioned, uh, it's a 10 foot drop. Uh, take, yeah. 
Where is that? It's dark. It's hard to see. Okay. And is there any way around it? I'm just trying to think if I can get to the other side and try and get this ochre jelly to this yellow jelly to fall into the the, the hole. As far as you can see, it leads right back to the to the entrance. So, from the balcony, if you're facing out mm. to where the moonbeam is coming in, if you were to turn around. You look back into the living room that you passed when you came in. The hallway led into this living room. Yep. This is, seems to be another entrance here. So you can see basically the entrance, but there's like this huge crevasse. Like the floor has just been cracked and split open. Okay. And if, can I get to the other side of that? You can attempt to jump across, but it will be a, a 25 dex check. It's that far. Oh, but you can try. I'll allow it. It's fine. Oh, as many as many things you'll allow as I fall to my death screaming. <laughs> what a world! You won't die. It might hurt a little bit. Um, I will. Um, uh, go out onto the balcony and uh, help to tie the rope if I can. That's fine. She's, she's tying it, so you can either climb down to twenty-five check, or you can wait. Uh, I will wait. Can I? Uh, I can cast a spell, though, right? So yeah. So I will. I will chant towards um, the creature and um, send a a wave of thunder towards it. So go for it. Attack against MD, um, and that is sixteen. 23. Hits. Okay, so ooh, that was a natural 17, so I get to use that in a second. Um, and the damage is a whopping 7. Nice. <laughs> 7 nice. points of thunder damage. And I will um, use that attack to um, allow Harold to roll a recovery. <laughs> the recovery dice oh, is at three or four? Yeah, Sorry, not the recovery. Escalation. 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 Three. Three. All so right, I'll take it. 3d4 and one extra and a recovery. 3d4 and one extra what? The... You can use a recovery and add 3d4. So you have to Beautiful, use up one you. of your recoveries. Yes. Yeah. Very useful. I'll take it. Down to very few recoveries now, but does the blob kind this of ripple? Large blob. Oh yeah, it, it ripples and it has now engulfed the entire hallway and has reached. This is a large thing, so it has quite a bit of reach on it, and it has reached the kitchen where Harold is inside, and it gets two attacks this turn as Harold is healing up. Sorry, Harold. That's an eighteen. So wait, wait, hang on. This is an action economy thing, like. I thought I was moving and running. double moving. Yeah, like double, double moving. moving. So what are you out on the balcony? Yeah. yeah, like I've been double moving and it keeps up with me because if my extra move action isn't useful, then I'd be doing something like lighting the one of the torches or something. Um, okay, but okay. Uh, I will. I will say. I will say because it is huge and large and has reach, so it's yeah. just moving and like lashing out at you at a distance. Yeah. Oh, so it has like tentacly things and stuff. Okay, got it. Sure. Yeah. So you have an 18 uh, against your PD. Uh, that hits. 
That hits. Okay, you suffer six points of acid damage. Second attack, 11 against your PD. That misses. Okay. It is now your turn, Harold. Well, thank and the ochre jelly is almost upon you. Okay, so I take my three ongoing damage, and I'm now at the balcony, which is where everyone else is, right? And there's no rope to climb down yet. Not yet. So I'm just going to uh, try to uh, take an action to strike up one of the torches, and then using a the torch to attack it, because I'm assuming my spear isn't going to do you're uh, you're striking at one of its tendrils with your with your torch. Wait, wait. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the cave in the. Never mind. The I have a question. Oh, did you have an idea? Well, no, I'm you saying we're idea. all on the balcony, so maybe we could collapse the building. But I don't know if the balcony. Yeah, that's would... gonna work great. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't the balcony attached to the building? <laughs> Traditionally, um, it, with the ongoing damage, do you save against that, or is it just? Oh, it just keeps going. No, it keeps going until I have a moment to clean it off or wash it off or start, stop it, yep. but I haven't had a moment yet. So, um, so, so you do take three up... points of ongoing damage yep. and it. Uh, attack it with the torch. Yeah, I'm going to attack with the torch because I think that's going to be more successful than... What are you at at hit points right now? Um, I'm at 29 right now, but I only have oh. three recoveries <laughs> left, which is not oh. good. <laughs> I've been burning a lot of recoveries. I'm going to be in real trouble when... yeah. But the um, yeah, but the, the like the things that Topok has with the recover X recoveries are helpful, right? Uh, but so go with, ahead, uh, roll your attack. Torch. I rolled a sixteen. If that's against armor class, that becomes twenty-one plus. Uh, yeah, hits. What kind of I damage? Think, uh, do you torch one d four. You're level two d four. Okay, two d four plus my strength. Uh, five. Eight damage. Eight points fire damage. It doesn't yeah. seem to be too phased by it, but you you yeah, get your you get you get some damage in there against it. Sibley, you're done tying the rope. What do you want to do? Thank God for that. It felt like a lifetime I was tying <laughs> that rope. Um, I am going to use the rope and climb down towards like the nearest scaffolding yeah. bit. Dexterity check twenty. So that's your level dexterity. You need to beat a 20. You can all roll that, by the way. Ah, oh, I got a 13. <laughs> After okay, all trouble. that. Trouble. Oh. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Oh, God. You can all roll the dex I failed. I rolled a three. <laughs> three. Harold? I'm hoping I can land on one of them. Five. <laughs> to puck? <laughs> Uh, can I use one of my backgrounds to I, I'm used to climbing things in the wilderness because that's how you climb up a tree and oh, to sleep to if avoid I can, like, what's, the background? what's the background uh, wilderness traveler so you, you try and sleep off the ground to avoid like animals and stuff so sure. I mean I mean, I need like a plus one I rolled a 19 I just need a plus one <laughs> Well, you rolled a 19 plus your dexterity. No, no, no. I I, I rolled a 15 oh, plus four right. for my dex. Okay, so you get you get the 20. So to book as you watch your three friends <laughs> plunge down onto the scaffolding below, <laughs> crashing through the woodwork, you wave goodbye to this uh, to this ooze um, as it kind of me. slops onto the balcony. And the moment you almost set your foot down, you kind of swing loose from the from the wall. The rope up top snaps, 
and you land on your feet and down comes uh, the end of an acid burn through burn through piece of rope but harold trouble sibley you all take as you're crashing through uh four uh nine ten points of piercing cutting um, scathing wow. bludgeoning damage whatever it is Ouch. as you crash up onto the scaffolding, and I need you all to roll stealth, please, just to see whether you are or are not noticed. Because the three of you, three of you fell. I cannot possibly be stealthy. I it, trouble kicked a woman off the ground. It's a question because all, because all three three of you fell. That is going to be uh, you need to hit you need to hit three of you need to hit a twenty-five. Oh, no, gosh. This is like a question of dexterity. whether we scream or not. Stealth, yeah, dexterity. What backgrounds do you have that might be able to help you out in that? A soldier? Forager? Sand viper. Sure, I'll allow that. Wilderness survival. Explain Being to me how that works. In, in the forest, Sibley would, would uh, okay. climb the sure. trees. Sure, stack it on there. Trouble, go ahead, roll. Oh, uh, yeah, I got a 25. 25, all right. What was the roll? Uh, I rolled a 15. Oh, neat. Sibley? Um, 22. Wilderness Survival is just a class feature. I don't think I get any bonus for that. No, you don't get it. So it's a background, one of your backgrounds. Yeah, normal backgrounds. No, okay. Politician sneaking around. Yeah, politician. Book. Oh, I roll as well. Okay, um, I I will add my will in this traveler if that's okay. Um, sure. sure. Sneaky. Oh yes, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you're like yes, lands on his feet. I made it. Right. You you land on your feet and like Harold is Harold. What did you roll? I rolled a fourteen. So. I feel like I feel like plus, would land or was on that with everything that you add onto it? That was plus my plus one dexterity and level bonus there. Yeah. I feel like uh, Tupuk would land on his feet, gently, dexterous, amazingly, quietly, and then go, yes, shut <laughs> <laughs> like a like an idiot. Yeah. As Tupuk goes, yes, um, you. <laughs> You, you all kind of like getting up, like pulling your boots out from broken scaffolding and woodwork, uh, trouble kind of hanging over the edge, but having, having clung on to the edge of the scaffolding, having tumbled over, climbing back up, uh, Sibley having landed awkwardly and suffered, suffered some of the, the cuts and bruises from, from landing there. You hear at least eight different people begin to shout, Looks like we've got company up there. And that's where we're going to end today's session. You're this close to the cathedral. From one chaos to another. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Mike and Mercy. We hope you enjoyed it and hope that you will join us next time for the wrap up of this arc as our heroes venture into the final stage of this chapter of the game.